when your craft is honed, this is going to bring a level of alignment because you're going to feel confident, right? And how do you get confident? You do scary stuff and live to talk about it, which makes you realize, oh, I can do scary stuff and live to talk about it, which makes you want to go do more scary stuff. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 195. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. If you're new here, welcome, baby. If you're an OG, welcome back, baby. And I'm so excited. You know, we're in active speaker school launch mode. It is, gosh, we closed doors on October 7th. So if you have not registered yet, you've got a few more days to make it happen. But the topic of today's show is literally why I made speaker school, right? To help you get stage ready. And I think so many people look at speakers. I've been in the game 10 years, right? Speaking professionally for a decade. I've built and scaled a million dollar speaking business and beyond. And my business has now taken on so many different shapes and sizes. And as a performer, I'm evolving right now myself, my work, my business, all the different pieces of my business, thinking about working on my next book, just lots of moving parts. But what happens when you're an aspiring speaker. Like you're at the beginning of that, no matter what your age is. Remember, I got started when I was 40 years old, baby, like literally quit my job at 39 to do this full time. So you are never too old and you are never too late. So when I say aspiring, I'm not trying to mean like 20, right? This could be aspiring at 39. Like right now I am like getting into the poetry spoken word, like true performance spoken word poetry game. And I'm 47 years old, right? Like you know, if you've got a skill and you've got a talent and God has given you a gift, you are never too late and you are never too old. And I, I want to continue to be living proof of that, right? I want to pump courage and confidence into your bones, baby, because you've got to call your shot. No one else is coming. No one's coming. No one's going to give you what you want. You have to go out there and figure out how to make it for yourself, right? But I think so many times when we're new at something, we count ourselves out and it's noisy out there. Like there's so much poser nation. There's so much smoke and beers. The stuff I hear about sometimes like in the biz and like with different courses that are out there, I'm like, no way. Like that is so fake. Like that is not even the real deal. Like manufactured preview videos or people teaching who aren't even real deal keynote speakers, right? I don't know. I wanted to fix that. And once I got to a decade in speaking, I was like, yo, let's take this. Like, I'm going to remain an active, busy, booked keynote speaker, take everything I'm learning from the field, keep my course up to date, but build a community to help the next generation of speakers and storytellers and artists and performers and business owners put their messages on stage. Because yo, for me, keynote speaking is all I've ever wanted to do. So let me help you do that, right? Let me help you grow. Let me help you glow. Let's go, right? So speaker school doors are open. If you're interested, it's a whole freaking vibe. And I wanted to dedicate an episode today during launch to this question that I got from a speaker schooler, a current alumni. And I loved the question so much that she gets an entire podcast episode dedicated to the answer to this question, because I think it'll serve all of you. And listen, whether you're not ready, maybe you're not ready to come through speaker school right now. Maybe you never want to go through speaker school, but I can guarantee you this, you are going to have to speak on stage at some point in your life and you're going to have to figure that out. And so what are those essential skills? Like, you know, whether you want to be a full-time speaker or use the stage to grow your business. Because if you have a business, you're going to need to use the stage, especially today. Podcasting is a stage. Social media is a stage. Every time you pitch yourself, every time you sell, you're on stage. Sales calls, that's a stage. Presenting to your boss, going on a date, talking to 
your leadership, right? Like these are all really important conversations to be able to have. So whether you want to do it for real, for real, or use it as a tool, let's get a handle on it. Like, like what are those essential skills for aspiring speakers? Okay. So we got a question come in and I'm like, yo, I'm answering this on the podcast. And here's the question. She goes, Judy, this week's podcast episode gave me chills multiple times. Now she's referencing podcast episode 191 and 192, where I have my team, my creative goddesses, the women responsible for everything going on in my brand right now, the branding of speaker school to the branding of the new talk that I'm putting on stage to all the things that you're going to start seeing happen in my brand and in my stratosphere, my holosphere. Oh, I just made that up. I like that holosphere. I think that's like a whole vibe. Can you just imagine the holosphere? Ooh. Anyway, she's referencing episode 191 and 192 where I have my team on, okay? Talking about how to turn into pure gold, how to position and package yourself. So I bring my team on and it's a two-part series. That's how juicy it is, right? Like drip, drip. So she's like, the episodes gave me chills multiple times. I'm so excited for you and your new direction. I truly can't wait to hear and see more. So I have a question. What if people who are barely getting started want to experience this level of alignment now? Do you think it's possible or do you think several years of trial and error is a necessary part of the journey, right? Like what a dope question. What a great question. So I'm going to give you my professional and personal opinion on the answer to that question. So number one, achieving alignment in public speaking, especially as a beginner, whatever that is, looks like for you is possible and doesn't necessarily require years and years and years of trial and error. So let's first make sure we understand the definition of alignment. So alignment in this context refers to the congruence between your message, your personal brand, like who you are in your bones, right? And your audience's needs and expectations. So alignment in this, I'll say that again, alignment in this context refers to the congruence between your message, your brand, your personal brand, and your audience's needs and expectations. So on average, I also think this is a worthwhile mention. On average, it takes about seven to 10 years to find your voice. Okay. Like your, your voice, you're going to iterate, you're going to try things and it's going to work and you're going to make moves and you're going to make pivots and you're going to make edits. and You're going to boom, 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 right? Like seven to 10 years though, is like that sweet spot for most artists to really find their voice. And this is like the conversation with like true musicians and artists, right? Who are writing and creating for a living, right? So reps are required because you'll never find your voice if you aren't out there talking about something or creating something. If you're too afraid to be cringe, right? And like a fine wine, you get better with age and time. And I think this is one of the most exciting things about getting older. You get wiser and better and more confident. Yet, even though now I'm the most aligned I've ever been, it doesn't mean that I wasn't aligned early on too. The work I've been putting on stage has definitely been me, right? The version of me I was at that time and in those times of my life. And I've just hit the seven-year mark, like 
full-time seven years. Now I've been speaking professionally for 10 years, but for the first three years, I still had my full-time job and I was getting paid using all my vacation days, like side hustling this until literally, and I talk about this in speaker school, like my boss sent me down, I was like, uh, we're going to need you to choose. And I was like, I do not choose you. And I remember like, oh, I remember two eggs over medium, a side of turkey sausage and some hash browns. Like I literally remember being like putting down my fork and knife. And I was like, I do not choose you. And I remember calling Scott, who was my boyfriend at the time, now husband. I was like, uh, I just, I think I just quit my job. You know what I mean? So, but like 2016 is when I quit. And so seven years, like I've just hit that seven years mark. And I feel like, yes, like now that I'm, I've been in the game, I've tried a lot of things. I have, you know, aligned myself one direction, realigned, aligned there, realigned, made moves, found my voice, built confidence, built up my bank account. And that has allowed me to invest in myself and my business in monumental ways that can bring me even more alignment. But alignment can begin to happen early on the journey. I can promise you that. So here are some insights and my personal perspective on how beginners, right, can work toward alignment more efficiently. So number one, clarity clarity of purpose. Okay. So as a beginner, take some time to define your purpose and what message you want to convey. Understand why you want to speak and what impact you aim to make. For me, the backstory, remember, you know, I, I shared this in speaker school, right? Like I started as a personal branding speaker because at the time I had a full-time job and I was out there like running around with the flip cam. Like I was Periscope and Instagram stories before there was any of that stuff, right? And I was building this social media platform and profile and branding myself and making moves and standing out at all the events and posting on social and just booking business. And I was in hospitality, hotel sales and marketing, right? And so people kept tapping me like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Teach me, teach me, teach me. So at the breakouts, I like at the breakouts at our big industry conferences or local regional association events, or even in my sales team, I would just tap my boss or speak for free anywhere I could to just help people figure out LinkedIn, help people figure out the social media and how to put themselves out there and just all the fun things. I was just sharing what I was doing, right? And then, you know, I started to realize, oh, it's not just about putting yourself out there on LinkedIn or Facebook. People actually are afraid of what other people are going to think about them. So this is really a conversation about fear, right? So you see what I'm saying? Like I had to start somewhere. You had to get your, you had to get yourself in the game. You got to like, put your toe in the pool. And then all of a sudden you start to dip in a little bit and you're like, oh, like this is the real thing, right? And so I understood like, oh, I want to help people put themselves out there. But most importantly, like I want to help people feel more confident so that they can make moves and book business and stand out and have a great career, right? And become known, right? As the industry expert in what they're doing. So clarity of purpose is number one. And when you have clarity of purpose, man, you're aligned. And even though I'm no longer a personal branding speaker and I was probably a personal branding speaker for maybe a year, boy, I was aligned at that time because it's where I was. Number two, audience-centric approach. This is massive. You need to start by thoroughly understanding your target audience. What are their needs, their interests, their pain points? And then you tailor your message to resonate with them from the beginning. It is never about you. And I think this is what so many keynote speakers get wrong. They talk about tips and tricks and how to write a great speech. I'm like, the number one way you write a great speech is you know your audience. You understand what's going on in that room. You know what the client wants. You know what the problems are. In speaker school, I have an entire module where I give you 
all the questions I ask in my pre-planning calls. And these are game changer. They have been tested and tried and, and they have become my ride or die questions over the last decade. And they help me at times close business, but really help me get the standing ovations and make the impact in a room because I know the audience so well. It is not about me up there. It is about the audience. And so when you are audience centric, oh, what a beautiful way to be aligned because now you're providing value and you're making an impact. And these are the events and the speakers that we want to book and bring back because, wow, we feel so moved. We feel so seen. And when you start getting booked on the other side of a talk, (laughs) that's alignment. If you ask me, it means you're on to something and you cannot get that kind of spin if you are not audience centric, right? Audience focused. So that's number two. Number three, you got to like hone your craft, right? Skill development is going to be big. So investing in building your speaking skills, right? Beginners can always benefit from training and workshops and courses and practice sessions to enhance their communication abilities, right? So this is speaker school. This is the reps. This is you finding a buddy and like getting on Zoom and doing, yeah, I have speaker friends, my girl, Erin King and I, we do this. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to run my talk. Here's my key bullet points. Will you watch the talk I'm now putting on stage? I ran that talk to my team via Zoom at least five times before we were like, yep, this is the talk, right? I'd rehearse it. Everybody take notes. We'd break it down. I'd go make edits. And I'd come back and do it again and make edits, right? So you have to invest, right? Coaches, books, TED Talks, go to the master classes, speaker school. Like this is big. And when you feel skilled as a performer, when your craft is honed, this is going to bring a level of alignment because you're going to feel confident, right? And how do you get confident? you do scary stuff and live to talk about it, which makes you realize, oh, I can do scary stuff and live to talk about it, which makes you want to go do more scary stuff, like speak on stage, right? So three, hone your craft. Y'all, speaking of performance, right? Like if you want to be any good on stage, if you are an aspiring speaker, boy, you better feel good, right? Because you're a machine. And if you don't work, nothing else works. And the better you feel on the inside, the better you perform on the outside. So this is why I'm excited to tell you about my friends at Advocare. My gosh, I've spoken for them multiple times. I actually did a whole podcast episode about my partnership with Advocare that I actually cover in speaker school. This notion of like seeking out mutually beneficial partnerships and collabs to bring back into your business. And Advocare is one of them. I mean, they have been a podcast sponsor for three years now. And I did a whole show right here on this podcast about how I secured that five-figure uh, partnership. But yo, Advocare is the real deal. And the partnership came to be because I actually use their products. And it's so fun. We have a brand new code and I have a brand new squeaky clean like landing page uh, for Advocare. Everything's in the show notes. And anytime and every time you shop Advocare, use our code HOLLA, H-O-L-L-A at checkout to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. But y'all, Advocare has been a podcast sponsor for three years and that is on purpose. It's no BS. I love them. I love their products. We just went to create Cultivate together in LA. So go check out Advocare. Put some goodness in your cart. Use Hala for discounts and support this podcast and the team it takes each week to make it for you. And by the way, if you want to try before you buy, did you know all you have to do is jump into iTunes, leave a podcast review, give us five stars, take a screenshot, and email it to me. Hello at judyholler.com. And literally I'm sending you free stuff to your front door. 
Take me up on this. It's so good. Four message refinement. So number one was clarity of purpose, right? What's your purpose? You know, what message do you want to convey? Why do you want to speak? What impact do you want to make? And this can change and will change as you change. But message refinement is big. So while you're initial message may not be perfect. You could really refine it over time through feedback and self-assessment, right? We were just talking about this in honing your craft and skill development. So always be seeking out constructive criticism, people you trust, get a coach, and then adjust your message accordingly. Like the pros, they watch tape. And as painful as it is, you got to watch tape. You got to listen to yourself. You got to put the reps on stage, but then watch it back for yourself. Because right, how will you ever gain alignment on yourself as a performer and become a better performer if you're you're not watching yourself, right? And I think anybody who's got anything out there and it they love it that they started too late. Like if you if you look at your first anything, if you look at the stuff you're doing right now and you're like, "Oh, it's all perfect." You start you waited too long, right? Like you, there has to be a level of cringe. You'll never get any better if there's no cringe. And there's always going to be cringe if you're getting better. Like refining is like everything, right? You think of Jordan, you think of like the greatest athletes of all time, whatever whoever your favorite athlete is. Like those pros, they're watching freaking tape. They're watching tape of the competition, other speakers, they are watching tape of themselves. They are running the reps and they are watching other speakers. I love watching other speakers. I love watching TED Talks. I love investing in and going to conferences and taking master classes and coaches myself, right? This is how I become a better performer. And I'm a pro. So of course I'm going to do that. Like you're going to want to bring in an outside perspective to really refine your message and do not create in a silo. Like writer's rooms, they're like, Hollywood and comedy and Saturday Night Live and all the great sketch shows of history have writer's rooms on purpose because it's way more fun in a group. And you start to bring things in from the outside that you've never seen before. So most of my speeches, certainly once I was about, I would say for the last six, seven years, have never been made in a silo. I always have a coach or a team or a group of trusted keynote speakers around me to react to the content. And let me tell you, once you do that, you have so much more fun. You feel really confident in your work. And boy, that is alignment because you're like, great, I've got a good message. It's been vetted and I'm ready to start putting this on stage and let's go play, right? So that feels really good when you get to that place. So just take the pressure off yourself. Don't create in a silo. Get people in a room with you, right? Hire a coach. Buddy up with some keynote speaker friends. I mean, that's the great thing about speaker schools. We have a dope community and people are buddying up and partnering up and making friendships. We're tossing leads to each other. And it's just, you've got to have that because that will bring a level of alignment. So that's number four. Number five, and I've got, how many of these do I have? I have 10 total. So five, feedback, right? And adaption. This is kind of like the last two, honing your craft and refining your message. You know, don't shy away from feedback. Collect input from your audience and your friends and use it to align your message with those expectations and needs. So listen to other people and also listen to your audience. You know, one of the things that helped me feel really aligned early on when I was running my personal branding talks is I was getting, I was taking so much feedback and adapting my talk, meaning what would happen is I'd give a talk and then you know how it goes after a talk. You've probably done this if you've given a talk. People want to come up and talk to the speaker, take a selfie or say hello. And a lot of times, 99% of them are asking you a 
follow-up question. So I would take really good notes on those follow-up questions, right? And then what I started to realize in the personal branding talks is everybody in the lines after my talk were like, but I'm afraid. And what if people think this way? And what if I get fired? And oh my God, what if I get judged? And oh my gosh, I'm not qualified. I'm not ready. And I'm like, yo, there is so much fear here. Maybe I need to start addressing the fear. And so I started tweaking my talk and, you know, and then I was doing improv. And so then I started using improv to help people navigate fear. And then it became just all about fear. And, 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 and like it made a full a full adaptation. But boy, I felt really aligned on stage early on as a performer, even in my first year or two, because I was really listening to my audience. And I was really listening to what people were saying on Instagram. And I was really listening to the line and what people were saying after my talks and then using that to make my work even better. Number six, learn from experts. Plug for speaker school again. My gosh, study successful speakers who have achieved alignment like your girl and their messaging. And I'm still refining, I'm still realigning. If you are in my world right now, one of the cool things about speaker school is I'm walking you through this full transformation that I'm going through as an artist, as a performer, and a keynoter, right? So there are people that have done it, right? That have walked the walk and talked the talk and they've built the business. So go learn from them. Why would you? recreate the wheel, right? So find someone you vibe with. Hopefully it's me, baby. And analyze my techniques. Come into speaker school. You know, take a look at the strategies I'm using so that you can fast track your own alignment process, right? It's already been done right? So go study the people. And even if you aren't ready and can't come through speaker school yet, watch what I'm doing. Study other performers and speakers or business owners that are growing their business with stages and doing it really well. What are they doing? Notice the patterns and take good notes. Seven, you've got to be consistent and authentic. The sooner you can be you, uh, the sooner you'll have so much more fun and you will feel so aligned, right? Like there's that toxic phrase, that toxic phrase in pop culture. I think it's like fake it till you make it, right? And I hate that because if you're faking it until you make it, then you're attracting all these people to the fake version of you. You might as well make it till you make it. This means you're going to go be yourself warts and all, baby. And you're just going to do you, right? And I, I wish I had been brave enough. And I feel like I've been myself, but now I'm like really myself, more myself than I've ever been in my entire life. And sometimes I stand on stage with my new keynote and I'm like, I can't believe I get to do this. Like I'm really doing it. It is so much fun. And yes, I was doing it early in my career. I write about this in Homeboy and I certainly talk about it in speaker school. But, you know, the sooner you can be authentic, the better. And you just got to be consistent. You got to keep showing up. Like who you are on stage should be who you are off stage, yo. One of the biggest compliments I get is people are like, oh my God, you're exact same. Like after the talk, on the talk, on a podcast, whatever. And you know, you've met those people and they are not. They are one way on stage and they get off stage. You're like, what the what is this? Like that's, that trips me out. So like be consistent in your messaging, in your brand, in your authentic delivery. Authenticity resonates with audience and can lead to quicker alignment. So not just you feeling aligned because you're being real, but people are going to, you're going to attract the people that are aligned to you. And that's just going to bring all the extra alignment. So let things cook, be consistent. And just be authentic. Be you, boo. Like, that's the thing my husband says to me before I get on any plane. Every time I leave, I always call him right before I get on stage. He's like, honey, and I still get nervous. Yes, I still get nervous. And he's always like, honey, just go be you. Go be you. So keep showing up. Even if your message changes, right? Like, 
personal branding, to fear, to improv, to now this whole hollow way of life, right? Like my message has changed, but I'm consistently showing up in my own authentic way. And that is how you build trust. Number eight, you got to remember that achieving alignment is often improv. It's an iterative process, right? So it's okay to make adjustments. I just mentioned that as you go along, especially in the early stages of your speaking journey. Your goal is to get on stage, listen good, and then improvise accordingly. Nine, seek guidance, right? This is, again, learning from experts. Get a mentor, get coaching, take courses, come through speaker school to help you really feel seen, heard, and aligned, right? I think so many times I will be feeling like, just complete trash or that I'm behind or really confused. And I just pick up the phone and I call one of my speaker besties and I'm like, okay, I got to run this by you or something major happens in my business. And in an instant, I feel seen, right? I feel heard because we're on the same wavelength. So you need speaker friends, right? You need speaker mentorship. You need speaker coaching. You need a squad, a tribe for other experienced and maybe inexperienced speakers who are where you are at, right? To help provide some guidance. So my friend Aaron does this as well. And, you know, I love this idea of having like a board of directors. So for me on my board of directors, I always try to seek out someone. So I have three people and these are not paid positions. These are just people that I have a relationship with and we talk regularly and we check in with each other and I get advice. So I have someone who is coming up in business. And it's actually a whole bunch of people these days because of my speaker school alum. I feel like that has just really cracked open so much for me because I always want someone coming up, like someone younger than me, someone just getting started to remind me of the build and the energy of starting something new and to keep me cool. Like, like what's going on in the streets, right? Like I need to know what's going on. Like what are the pain points, right? Because I've been in the game for so long. So I think you need someone that is building, right? And then you need a peer. Like, this is my speaker bestie, right? Like, this is the person that is ride or die, right next to you, same fee, same thing. You guys are running it together and you call each other and you cry, you call each other and you celebrate, you run, you spin leads to each other, you help each other out, you write talks together, you're doing all the things. You go on little five check trips together and you talk about your businesses, you plan for the year to get like all these things. You, you're kind of working with each other, right? And then you have someone who is where you want to be. Like my board of director aspiring person is $100,000 a keynote. Like she is just like incredible. She's an artist. She's a performer. Every time I'm on the phone with her or I'm in her aura, her presence, like I elevate, like I go up, right? Like all the way up, right? Because she allows me to see something bigger for myself. So get guidance. You will feel aligned all the way through the process. You will feel inspired by someone a level up from you. Maybe I'm that for you, right? Then get yourself a peer who's building with you and then keep someone young in your life, right? To remind you of what it looks like to build and grow and to make you feel proud about how far you've come. So that's number nine, seek guidance. And then number 10, what always helps me feel aligned is having clear goals, right? For me as a speaker, for me as an entrepreneur, for me as a performer, and just for me as a human, right? And I speak it. I think we have to be able to call our shot. We have to call our shot. Like, how will anyone know how to hire you, help you, get you closer to your dream if you're not asking for it. So get clear on what you want. Speak it every day, right? Like having specific objectives that are smart. Yeah, I'm gonna go old school. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. These are all really important things to consider when you're setting goals for your business, for your speaking engagements, for your revenue, for your family, for your personal projects. Like 
I don't know. For me, having specific objectives, especially if they're smart, can help you work towards alignment more purposefully. So we got a lot of things to think about here, but at the end of the day, you can achieve alignment. And while it's totally normal for someone just getting started, beginners, I'm not talking about age here, right? Because remember, I quit my job when I was 39 years old to do this full time, right? It is normal for beginners to undergo some learning and adjustment in their beginning phases of speaking publicly, right? And achieving alignment is really attainable and a great goal to have from the start. And all these ideas can help you do that. So with the right mindset, you know, really honing your craft and remember focusing on your audience, you can work towards and really achieve beautiful alignment, like out the gate. Remember when I was personal branding, yo, I was aligned. Then I started listening and I realigned. And then I started listening again. I realigned. And sometimes you're listening to your audience. Sometimes you're listening to mentors from the outside. And sometimes you're listening to yourself. And I always say these days, these days, eight-year-old Judy, little Judith, is at every meeting, every board table. She's in every every decision I make in my business now. Eight-year-old Judith has the primary seat at the table, right? So your alignment can come from a lot of different places. And you can work towards alignment really smartly without the need for like years and years of trial and error. And I think this is another nod to speaker school. It's why I made speaker school. Allow my pain, mistakes, and failures to give you a competitive advantage as you go out and build a business for yourself. So I hope that this was valuable to you. Holler at me in my DMs on social media. Hit me up at hello at judyholler.com. I love hearing from you. This podcast is for you. And most importantly, I hope to see you come through speaker school. And when you sign up, you better let me know. You better shoot me a note, uh, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, I'm answering all your questions. So in the meantime, baby, keep getting it. Trust that you are on the path and holla. See you next time. Ciao.